0: Good evening and welcome to Sisters Helping Sisters in Christ Ministry core program on financial literacy. My name is Anita D. Crum and I am the VP at Sisters Helping Sisters in Christ Ministry. The program this evening is featured by Sister Helping Sisters in Christ Ministry organization. It's a 503C nonprofit. The founder and CEO Oh, of, um, and program director is Dr. Caroline Bethia jones Dr. Jones birthed this ministry into existence over 20 years ago. It is still thriving with the addition of a monthly podcast, Real Talk with Real People, holding candid conversations on various topics and series of real situations. The mission or sole objective of Sisters Helping Sisters in Christ's ministry is to promote through the spirit of Christ that all things are possible if we only believe it to be. Sisters Helping Sisters in Christ ministry uplifts, motivates, educates, and inspires women to strive for excellence in our ministry of programs. Our website is www. S-H-S-I-C dash ministry.com and podcast episodes can be found on Podbean. And now on to our feature for the evening. Our guest speaker tonight is Teresa Henry. She has mastered the economic field with her 30 year career in the financial services industry. Her credits include outstanding service with reputable firms such as Bright House, AXA, Corbridge, Fidelity, Equitable, Lincoln, and Voya, etc. For more than two decades, she has held positions with district manager to regional vice president, responsible for teams of up to 200 people, recruiting, training, and developing candidates to build distribution outlets throughout the United States. she is a member of FINRA and the SEC. Teresa is professionally licensed in the areas of life, health insurance, annuities, and investments. She has certifications for 401k retirement plans for small and large businesses, financial needs analysis, health insurance, senior health, legal, and ID protection and auto and home solutions. Ms. Henry is actively involved in her community in the areas of financial literacy, youth development and quality of life initiatives. She is active with numerous organizations. She has worked with Donna Karen, spirituality for kids and the Beacon House. Also women's empowerment program to raise awareness to inspire change and serves as president for the Progressive Women and Stewardship University for Churches. She has served on the boards of the North Women's Conference, Women's Urban Conference, and the Women's Fund, et cetera. Ms. Henry is dedicated to educating, empowering businesses, churches, and individuals to secure a better financial portfolio. She openly shares information that is public domain, but unfortunately not public knowledge. Her ultimate goal is to reduce ignorance of how money works, introducing communities to powerful and essential financial resources, improving the financial awareness and worth of thousands of young people and families. Please join me in welcoming Ms. Henry as she shares with us how money works. But before she comes forward, I want to share this quote with you to prepare our mindset for the workshop. The right way to wrongs is to turn the light of truth upon them. That quote is by Ida B. Wells. Ms. Henry, you have the floor. Thank
1: you. Greetings, everyone. You know, I like that thought that you shared, you know, before, before we really get started, I think that it's very important, especially now that we're going to be talking about money, finance, wealth, and prosperity, is to get our mindsets in the point where we can believe that we do are promised wealth. We can believe that we are promised wealth. And I heard somewhere where it said, press down, shaking together, and running over. But when we talk about prosperity, sometimes folks think about it in a different way. One of the things that I talk about a lot when I do some of my seminars is, how are we thinking? Prosperity consciousness is very important to understand that how we think about money, finance, prosperity, and wealth is what, how we attract it to us. But what is it? What is prosperity? What is wealth? What is money? What does it mean to you? Take a moment and think about that. Blank your mind from whatever happened today, the bills, the children, your job, because with, we're going to be talking about something that is very important and is an energy. Money really is energy. And how we think about money is how we are able to attract it or not attract it so think about as I go through this seminar this presentation this conversation about wealth money and finance I want you to have a pen paper to write out some of the things that you want. What do you want. Prosperity could be great relationships. It could be great job. It's it could be like I say in stewardship stewardship being able to share with others help others help the family help your family and friends. My story is I when I lived in I was born and raised in, in Brooklyn New York bedside do or die and. When, we, when I was coming up, I always wondered, why was the rich rich and the poor poor? But since we were promised wealth, I didn't understand why some in my neighborhood was poor and why they were struggling. So I always wanted to know about money and how money worked. So I heard that you become financially independent by the open, owning your own business, learning how to invest, getting out of debt. And those are some of the things that we're going to talk about this evening. So write down the things that are most important as I cover those four areas, getting out of debt, owning and operating your own business, learning how to invest. And also one of the most important is protecting your income, knowing the right type of income protection you should have. So think about those things. So one of the main things I'm going to share with you is what our mission is. Our mission basically is to help families to become properly protected, debt-free, and financially independent. The key here is what does financial independence mean to you? So as I get this started, think about that. I think about that all the time. What does financial independence mean to me? We hear so much from financial planners. I've been in, in the financial services field, as you heard, for about oh, almost 30 years. And there's so many different answers we get about financial independence. Now, why are so many having financial challenges most people the challenge is we didn't learn about money and how money works in school there's no financial education most do not have a game plan think about it do you have a financial plan number two number three no financial coach so i'm considered most of my uh clients they call me the financial coach because one of the things that's very important that once you have this plan, you have this education, you've gotta have someone to hold your hand. you got to have someone to check up on you. You gotta be accountable to yourselves. And speaking of being accountable, we're gonna have homework. Hopefully you all are ready for that because sometimes we go to financial, we have financial seminars and presentations and things like that. We take information down, but we don't have an action plan. So we have to have an action plan because this results in serious, these, these results in serious challenges for Main Street. So here's one of the financial challenges, a few of the financial challenges. 74% of workers report living paycheck to paycheck. Almost half of Americans say that they worry that they'll run out of money in retirement. The average American has $90,000 in consumer debt. Think about that, think about yourselves. About 60 million households in the US are underinsured or uninsured. And one of the main reasons why is because there's an insurance gap of about $200,000 because most people don't really know what type of life insurance to purchase. They don't know how much insurance they need, okay? So we're gonna talk about that this evening. Nearly 30% of Americans say that they have less than $25,000 in savings. And investments put away for retirement, but let me tell you, I want, I want, I don't want you to feel discouraged about some of those challenges because we're going to, we're going to help you to reach your goals. We're going to help you to rectify any problems that you're having. Even though these are serious problems, I'm, those of you who are listening to this or online, at least you have made half the battle because you're showing up. Because these problems can be. Rectified if you know what the right vehicles are and you have the right information. There's not many companies that focus on helping Main Street solve these financial problems. Main Street is average, housewives, postal workers, things like that. That's the middle income family, which is the forgotten family. There's 97% that are not financially literate or financially secure. Only 2% are wealthy. So what we need to do is to have some type of a plan, but we first got to see where you stand. We, this is a, a survey that we use called B Dollar Smart. Be Dollar Smart, it's like five minutes it takes basically to help you to identify areas that in your financial plan of how you can have financial independence, how you could solve financial problems and manage your finances. It's, a, it's like a checkup. Like I said, it takes about five minutes And we have um, information to help you to be able to see how you can, it's almost like a consultant. I'll I'll give you an example here. This is the uh, application that we use. Let me know if you can hear this, ladies.
2: Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Are you too aware of what you qualify for when it comes to like retirement, investments? college savings, things along those lines. Not really. Not really. Most people aren't. So that's where B Dollar Smart comes in, okay? And in less than five minutes, it'll bring up some financial talking points, basically hot buttons that'll show you areas where you can enhance or improve your finances. So I wanted to ask, who handles the finances?
0: Huh. That's right. our- so
2: I'm gonna send the link to you, okay? okay? And like I said, just answer the questions. It's really simple, you'll know the answers and some of the alerts that pop up will be of interest to you, some of them won't, but you'll be able to tell us either way. Okay? All right, All right. wonderful. Great. And then when you get to the spot that says calculate, see my results, uh-huh. just let me know. Okay. All right? Wonderful. Good. Okay. 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 Employer, yeah, yeah. I was about 300,000. You know 300,000, 300, yeah. okay. To the easy, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, was really easy. Yeah.
0: Awesome.
2: All right, what's your first alert? Okay, uh, it
0: says educational savings
2: account. There's several schools of thought with that. How do you two feel on that? Yeah. Uh, we paid for our own college, and we're kind of the school of thought that they should pay for theirs too. Awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's move to the next alert. I'll make note. Okay. Okay. And uh, the next one says consider a rollover. That popped up because you have um, assets at a previous employer. Yeah. How long has it been since you worked there? About two years. If I could do a great job, you know, exploring different options, maybe a superior program, helping with that, as long as it's completely non taxable, is that something both of you would consider? Yeah. Sure. Wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to write that down. It says no Roth IRA. And the reason that popped up is because you qualify for one based on your answers. Do you two know the benefits of a Roth? Um, Not I know. Really. I'm yeah. familiar with Taxes, it. I mean, I've heard of it. about... Yeah. It's really easy. It's a federal tax code that says, you know, you don't pay any state or federal taxes. Okay, so you two could put up to $500 a month in there each. Okay. Okay. We have some clients that will do closer to $100 a month or anywhere in between. What would you like me to write down? I think $150. 150 yeah, I think that's manageable. So with your permission, I'm going to write that down. Okay, uh, next alert says no life insurance. So let me ask this question. If something happened to one or the other, how long would you need the other one's income to continue? Through retirement, yeah. probably, right. yeah. So I'm gonna write that down, okay. Well, that was easy, wasn't it? That was easy. Yes. <laughs> awesome, all right. So looking at the list of your alerts, what right. would you two say are your top priorities that you absolutely wanna get taken care of?
0: I mean, i have to say retirement is so important
2: and that Roth IRA sounded. Yeah. Okay. What about the rollover? We talked yeah. about the rollover. Like yeah. to be making that money, make money. Absolutely. And the last thing that I see on here is the life insurance. Um, just because you know everything that we're going to start working towards, if we don't have proper protection, you know we want to make sure that's a priority. Can I write that down? Yeah, sure. Okay, you got it. Obviously, these are priority to both of you. It's priority to me. So in the next two days, can you check your calendar and see what works for both of you? And we will get this taken care of.
1: Now that's the Beat Dollars Smart Survey, and with that survey, we're able to help you to reach the goals based on, as I stated, the areas that you have challenges, perhaps debt or saving for retirement. All right. So, did you did you all hear that, um, Kath, uh, Anita?
3: Yes, Um, right. I was able. What's to that? Hear yeah. you were able
1: to hear. Yes. Yes. Okay. Excellent. Just want to make sure. All right. All right. So the next area, what we're going to look at is the objective is once we find out some of the challenges that you're having financially, we want to help you to build a solid financial house. And the first area, which is the basement, which is the foundation of your house or foundation of your financial plan, which should, which would be to protect your income have the right type of life insurance. The next floor, the first floor would be building an emergency fund, having a will. God forbid you pass away. You wanna make sure that your family or that you leave a legacy. Have a budget. The third next floor would be to accelerate paying off your debt, retirement. I don't like to call it retirement. I call it becoming financially independent. And the next area would be college savings and then goals and dreams. OK, this is what we're going to go over these different areas. I so will give you a, a quick synopsis of how you can uh, build a strong financial fi, fi, financial house. Excuse me. All right. So now let's look at an example for income protection. I would talk about the foundation of your financial house, which is life insurance. But what if you had a toaster and, in your kitchen and on the first and the 15th of every month, two thousand dollars popped out of it? Would you like that toaster? I say, I could see all of you saying yes. Would you insure I it? Would like that. <laughs> I would love that too. Would and would you insure that toaster? Yes, I would. Great. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. There's no such toaster. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just wanted to give you an example, you know. But you are the money machine of your family. So if it if if so if it makes sense to insure an imaginary toaster, wouldn't it make sense to insure your income? Absolutely. Most life insurance agents do not look at it that way. See, this here's a real example. You have uh, mortgage, cars, car insurance, and life insurance. All types of insurance, credit cards, utilities, groceries. Childcare, $7,000 is coming into that household. Three three $3,500 from the wife, $3,500 from the husband. That's their income. But God forbid something happens to either the husband or the wife. There will not be enough income coming into the household. Most folks don't think about that. I just had an appointment where this mother or the husband and the wife only had like $10,000. So God forbid any one of them pass away. How are they going to take care of themselves as far as just groceries and rent or mortgage? So the objective is if something happens, the family will lose a lot. So this is an example. This is just an example of how to buy the right type of life insurance. But most of all, this is an example to show you how you could save money and how to have the right, like I said, the right type of insurance. So. $100,000, husband and wife has, Mary and John, they're paying $225 a month. Now they have cash value. They're excited because in their policy, money is growing every month, every time they make a payment. However, when they die, the company keeps the cash value. How's that sound?
3: Doesn't sound good. And why is that?
1: because it's a type of policy that has insurance and some type of savings component attached in one one policy. But in the policy, the contract rather, it states that when they die, the company keeps the cash value. But most don't understand that because they don't have a financial coach. Another thing with this type of policy. They have to borrow money out of their policy. I find that most people find that that's a great asset to be able to borrow. But if you borrow money from the policy, you've got to pay it back with interest. So that $225 a month payment goes up. So the key here is to separate your savings and your invest- I'm sorry, and your insurance do not have it combined in one contract. And this this type of insurance is some of you may recognize it is whole life flexible premium life and now you hear a lot about index universal life insurance. All it means is that in the life insurance policy contract, it has a savings component now after I go through this you tell me what you think makes more sense. Here in this example. They have $250,000 for the husband and wife. More coverage because they're young, the mortgage, God forbid, something happens to either one of them. That's enough to be able to take care of the responsibilities of the family. So now instead of paying for their whole life, they're instead of paying rather $225 a month, they're paying $80 a month. And they free up $145 a month to invest. Okay, so... Let's say John and Mary also has an IRA and it's in the bank. The bank gives you 0.5, not 1.5, 0.5% on your money. And you're contributing $105 a month. So we say, okay, let's roll that over so that you can get a higher rate of return as opposed to 0.5. And we roll it over into a mutual fund. I know most of you are saying, oh boy, we're hearing that the market's going up and down and up and down, but once you understand how money works and how mutual fund works, which we'll go over, perhaps we'll have a a seminar on the exact uh, uh, how the market works and how when the market goes up and down, that's great, depending on the time horizon, depending on the time, as the market goes up and down, in this example, we're going to use rate of return of nine percent so the twenty thousand dollars roll it over into a mutual fund tribute now two hundred and fifty dollars a month so that's this. that comes from the savings the one hundred and forty five dollars and one hundred and five dollars so now the contribution is increased to two hundred and fifty dollars a month now like I said, it's now. Don't take me wrong. Don't don't think that it's going to be nine percent every every month or every year. It fluctuates, but the average over this thirty year period, because they're thirty five years old when they retire, that's over thirty years. Look how much they'll have in their re- retirement: seven hundred and fifty five thousand dollars at age sixty five. And guess what? They didn't pay any extra money. They took the, the, the difference from what they were paying from the life insurance and added to what they were already paying. So the key here is A and B example shows that they were able to get more coverage for less money, take that money and invest it in an investment vehicle where they can get higher rates of return. I know all of, most, all of you are jumping. Isn't that exciting to see that? To know that something like that exists. Okay. Yep. All right. All right. And the and the, now the reason why one doesn't need life insurance for their whole life is because in the earlier years, they need a lot of coverage because they have young children, mortgage, and they have debt. In the later years, the children are grown, the debts are lowered, and the mortgage is paid, especially if you have a financial coach and a financial plan. Because the objective is to have insurance because, God forbid, you're dying too soon. But if you live too, I don't like to say too long, but if you live longer than you know, of the average. i say nowadays, most people are living like a hundred years old, 90 years old. So you definitely want to have retirement income. That's what would be needed. Now, tell me something, ladies and gentlemen, what insurance company do you know that teaches people how to eliminate their need for life insurance? How many? None. I've never heard of any. and uh, and, and that's the reason why so many are having challenges when it comes to their investments. I mean, their insurance. Now, the, now, now we're going to move into debt, and we've got to understand the importance of your credit score. A mortgage, let's say, a, a credit rating of six hundred and twenty versus a credit score of seven hundred and twenty. Look at the look. Look how it impacts you. A mortgage loan. auto loan, $792, equity, $576, credit card, $15,000, credit card, $1,185, and a home, auto and home insurance, $554. So the average consumer with subprime credit rating, let me see if I have the example, one moment. Okay. Approximately $200,000 or more for credit over the course of their lifetime, they would have an annual savings if their credit score was lower of $5,000. A credit saving. So if they could take that and invest it until age 67, the total of the 9%, they would have $935,000. Now, mind you, that's from debt. Look how much they had from from uh life insurance. That was $755 to $935, just, just savings from debt. That's important. So it's important to raise our credit score because we'll be able to free up more money so that we can invest for the future. Now let's look at look at how we can get out of debt. Not paying a lot of money to some type of company, but you could do this on your own with your financial coach. In this example, it shows debt of $2,720 a month on credit cards, car loans, and mortgages. So with the credit cards, let's say retail card number one, you're paying $220 a month. Once you pay that off, you add it to credit card number two. Now, mind you, a financial coach would remind you of that because you know what would happen to that $220. You would spend it. But when you have a financial plan, you know the importance of investing and saving your money. So the $220 would be added to the second credit card. So instead of paying $353, you're paying $572, 573 So once you pay that off, you add it to the next, the car loan. And after you pay that off, you add it to the next credit card. And so on and so forth. So now what happens by doing that, taking that difference and adding it, To the next debt, you'll be able to pay it off in nine years instead of 23 years without debt stacking, you'll pay that debt for 23 years with debt stacking. You pay it off 14 years sooner, so you pay it off in nine years, so you have saved $130,000 in interest. That's exciting. So the interest paid is only eighty three thousand dollars as opposed to two hundred and four fourteen thousand dollars. So now you meet with your your financial coach. We take that two thousand seven hundred dollars that you were paying towards all those debts. We're going to take that and invest it. I hope everyone's following me. So once you pay off those debts, we invest that till age sixty seven. This is an example of the person 60, 35 years old starting out. And those of you who are a little older say, well, what about me? Mind you, even for you, no matter how old you are, by taking extra money that you're already spending, taking it and adding it to build up your assets, as well as incre- increasing your income, which I'll share with you later on, you can retire comfortably also. In this example, just taking that $2,000 to $2,700, Look how much you'll have at retirement. $2.4 million. Now remember what I said about prosperity consciousness. You've got to believe that this is uh, reachable for you, that this is this is something that you can do. Because when you see these numbers, it's like, uh, yeah, right. I've done it. I've done it for so many clients. Those of you who are coachable and accountable, just taking that money and adding it to your investments, $2.4 million just by getting out of debt. I love it. Mm. So it's important to know that when we're, now we're going to talk about saving money and investing money and how many accounts you really need to be able to have that $2.4 million or that $900,000 or that $755,000. We've got to be consistent. We've got to cons- consistently put money in these investment vehicles. And we've got to have three accounts we've got to have the emergency account, short term account, as well as our long term account. Three buckets. Write that down. We need three accounts emergency fund short-term savings. And the short term would be if you want to buy a house, you want to travel, something that you want to do in three to five years. The long term would be about 10 years or so, or whenever you want to retire. And obviously emergency would be for repairs and things like that. Okay. But the objective is once we do and start investing this money, we've got to take this money and we've got to bypass traditional financial institutions. We've got to take our money and invest it where these financial institutions like banks, credit unions, and insurance companies invest into the global economy. But they historically give us a low rate of return. So if you're saving in the bank, like I said in that other example, you're getting 0.5%. But they know how to make your money grow for them. You understand? See, that example I showed you, I want to remind you, $74,000 if if that person kept that money in the bank, $74,000 as opposed to learning how money works and investing it in a mutual fund through a financial coach like myself and others that you may know, all right? So they historically give us a low rate of return, but this is a bank rule. The, The banks do not want you to know about the rule of 72. The rule of 72 means you take the number 72 and you divide it by an interest rate and it shows you how many years it takes your money to double. Now, let's look look at this example at 3%. Please share this with your children, your teenagers, your neighbors, because we didn't learn this. We learned trigonometry and geometry, which we don't even use right now. But the rule of 72, you better know because of what's going on in the economic economy now. 3% divided by 72, it takes your money 24 years to double. So if you invest $10,000 today, 24 years later, it doubles to $20,000. 24 years later, $40,000. If you get 6% of your money, it takes your money 12 years to double. 48 years later, you got 160000 But when you understand how money works and you understand how to make your money double in a shorter period of time, like if on an average, if it doubles, I'm sorry, if it grows, like if you have a 12% rate of return, it takes your money only six years to double. Six years to double. Look at that. Look at this. So 48 years later, how much you have? I know I can't hear you guys, but say, say the word. $2,560,000. I want you to take that in. 3% at retirement, you have $40,000. 6% at retirement, you have $160,000. But putting in the right investment vehicle, you have $2.5 million. Now you see why that 2% is financially independent and wealthy because they understand how money works they understand how how doubling periods they understand how many doubling periods they have left in their life that's why i said when you do that that survey we would be able to determine exactly how many doubling periods do you have left in your life okay and so based on the rule of 72 one time contribution of $10,000 doubles six more times at 12% than 3% and look at the bank much less. So are your current savings drawing minimum returns? We have to look at that. Pay yourself first. When When you don't, there's a high cost of waiting. So look at this example of $200 a month. We talk about how money works. I've got to show you examples. $20 $20 a month savings at 9% for 40 years, 25 to 65. That's why you want to tell these young adults to stop spending so much money on their sneakers and, and gadgets and things like that. They could just free up $200 a month. By the time they retire, I have how much? Y'all say it? $943,000, almost a millionaire. If they wait just one year, they only have 860000 They wait five years, $592,000. That's They lost $350,000 because that's the high cost of waiting. $40,000, $225,000. They've lost $717,000. So who are they hurting if they wait? And those of you who have waited, there are ways that you can increase your income so that you can make up for lost time. And that's the objective, is to increase your income, because there's four ways of earning income. Robert Kiyosaki talked about this. So if if time is not on your side, we've got to start looking at ways to increase our income. Well, as an employee, your income is based on a position, not the person. You get paid a certain amount, and that's it. You may get a little overtime, but now with, with inflation and eggs costing, what, $10 and I know some places it was thirteen dollars. We've got to keep up with inflation, so we have to have a maybe something on the side, or maybe start thinking about open up your opening up or starting your own business. I became self-employed. I owned a, uh, a fitness center, but I realized I owned a job like a doctor, a lawyer, or real estate agent. If you don't work, you don't make money. And, and, and most of them are really tired. They, they have worked and worked for so many years that they were not able to really acu- accumulate a certain amount of money. But if you want to be financially independent, the best way to earn income is passive income. Y'all write that down. Passive income. And when you think about passive income, you think about McDonald's. Think about the owner. Do you see him there? Most of the time he's not there. So a lot of a lot of going into real estate and things like that. There are certain several ways that you can earn passive income, but with passive income or this type of business, you own a system and you're able to make unlimited income because you have others working for you and with you, like marketing. The fourth way to earn income is as an investor. This is where you have your money working for you and you you enjoy complete freedom. And that's one of the ways that we'll talk about in a few moments, that when you're working with that type of, how you say, mentality, when you're able to be free, there's less sickness, there's less illness, you're able to help your community, your churches, your family, you're able to make a difference, especially, like I said, your community, because you're able to make a difference because you're able to give more. But what stops them from making this transition? Where are most people? Which two ways to earn income appeals to you all most? Is it becoming an employee or continuing to be an employee or become self-employed or a business system and an investor, okay? And that's what's happening today. Now, more and more, especially since the pandemic, there's so many people are leaving their jobs because they want they want complete freedom. They got a taste of being with their family. They got a taste of being home. So that's one of the areas that you need to think about when you are planning to uh, increase your income. You want to be somewhat comfortable and there are ways that i can share with you how you can earn that passive income all right those of you who have left your jobs because now more and more ceos are letting go of individuals they're considering cutting jobs over the next six months and remote workers may be the first to go so raise your hand i know you're at home and i can't see you but raise your hand If you wanna get to a point where you have financial freedom, you could be home, you could do what you wanna do as well as make money while you're sleeping. One of the areas that we, one of the companies I work with, there's several companies that I'm working with, with um, uh, investments, uh, ID theft, setting up wills, helping families to set up college funds, retire, 401ks, life insurance, license, and all those areas at a regional vice president, we're looking also for individuals who may want to uh, maybe open up their own agency to help others in finances. If this is not it, then look for something that you're passionate about that you can eventually earn a passive income. You're going to have to because of what's going on with the, the system today. All right. But in this in this area, those of you may want to get into finance, you may want to talk with me. I'll share some information with you so that if you become regional vice president or like a broker or uh, to open up your own agency to help this forgotten market, you'll be able to make this passive income for each agency uh, up to 100. I'm lowballing it now because of what's happening in the market up to $100,000 a year passive income. Okay. All right. And then on top of that, we're not talking about working for a company. We talk about working for yourself. So once you start opening up these distribution outlets, you'll qualify for ownership. All right. So that's basically how money works, getting out of debt, protecting your income, learning how to invest, learning how money works when it comes to investing. So that's all for now. If anyone has any questions, by all means, this is a perfect time to ask those questions. And I, all, those of you who want to do the survey, please let us know, and then we'll do a one-on-one so you could do the survey so that you could see how you could save money. Thank you for taking the time, Caroline and Anita.
3: Yeah, thank you. Um, at this time, if anyone has any questions for um, Teresa, you can certainly unmute yourself and ask her because I'm, she's here to answer any questions that you might have. So you can go ahead and ask her if you need to. Nobody has no questions. Everybody's all clear on all of this financial stuff. You, you know that you're gonna um, have questions when you leave this um, site. So I want you to ask the questions now, or you can also, those who are listening, you can send your questions to um, the website and we will make sure that Ms. Henry gets the questions and be able to contact you with any um, additional information.
1: My, my, You wanted me to give my information? Yes, please. Yes. Um, those of you who have inf- want more information, you can reach me at 973-204-6896. That's 973 204 6896 or
3: TeresaHenry777 at gmail.com. Okay.
1: And there's no cost for the um, survey.
3: Okay.
1: okay. Thank you for this opportunity. I enjoyed it, Caroline and Anita. I don't see you. and Oh, Kenyela's here. Yeah. Thank you so much, and 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 we could go over each of those areas in more detail. But I just wanted to give you a summary. Mm-hmm. It's a foundation of how you can start your financial plans.
3: Okay. Um. Just a question. Quick question. Were there any plans for you to um when you come back for the second part of this to actually go into details about each of the sections that you um broke down?
1: Um, yeah. If- Yes, if, you, if you'd if you like me to do that, I can go into the details of how life insurance works, the numbers, I can go over the numbers, you know, um, and then also individually.
3: Right, because I know we did an overall, but I'm pretty sure that um, trying to understand each, like the income protection, for instance, you know, mm-hmm. and I wrote some of this down, um, what that details and basically... Uh, how to create a will, and stuff of that nature. Um, it's a whole lot to chew on, but so maybe small chunks.
1: And, 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 and it becomes, how you say, alive when one works on it for their own plan. Yeah. Because, the, and, and they can see how they progress, action. Action is very important because no one, no one is teaching this, this information. No one educates the consumer about this information. So, I I mean, it's a privilege for me to do it, but it's got to be action when we go through it because we're going to have homework. If you you want me to come back, we're going to have homework for those of you who are on the line so that you can see how this works because money is energy.
3: Well, I thank you for what you've already um, given us.
1: You're more than welcome. And, and, and Anita, you have any questions?
3: Anita? Can you hear me? We can hear you now. Oh, okay, sorry.
0: Yeah, um, outstanding. Um, oops. Outstanding presentation. Um, I think one of the biggest takeaways that I have is that rule of 72. The rule of 72, I learned about, uh, I want to say maybe six or seven years ago. But um, I think that that's very, very valuable information that we can uh, walk away with. And now that we know that about the rule of 72 and how it impacts us, it would uh, be worthwhile to move forward in such a way to take advantage of it. So thank you, um, Teresa, for an excellent presentation, very uh, newsworthy and certainly um, inspiration to make sure that our money works for us. So thank you.
1: Welcome. You're welcome. And, you know, another thing I meant to mention, especially for those of you who have children, if you start, if you put $25 a month away, by the time they retire, they'll have like $2 million, $25 a month. I wanted to bring that up because there's so many other nationalities that set up these funds for their children so that they don't have to depend on no one. All right. So the objective is to have freedom. All right, that's it. I'm finished. That's a very good objective
3: because all of these programs seems to me that you get the best out of it
1: if you start early. Exactly, exactly. If you start early. Yes. And even if you start late, like Colonel Sanders, he was 65 years old when he started that business, Frying, frying Chicken. We got to dig down deep and find out what our passions are because we, because we can always, always catch up because we're promised wealth. Oh yeah. Wealth, wealth is all around us. And I, I find that many seniors feel like it's too late for them. And I, I want to overemphasize it is not. Got it. Okay. Okay.
3: Yes. Anita, you're muted.
0: A question in the in the chat is there an amount that we should strive for in each of the three buckets?
1: It depends on your goals as, as far as the the um, emergency fund at least six months income or expenses expenses three to six months expenses but as far as the the short term and the long term that depends on your goals if you want to buy purchase a house then it depends on what you have how much you can afford to start investing and then start that. And then we'll give you, when we do the financial needs analysis or the financial plan, be able to help you to determine exactly how much more you need to put into that account to reach that goal. Same with retirement, retirement. We want to help you with what's called your financial independence number. So those of you who are on the line, think about when you want to become financially independent or retire most say 65 but if those of you who are young and you can you can retire at age or become financially independent at 35 or 45 if you have the right vehicle mm-hmm. but the, the objective is to know know what you want know how much do I I'm 65 let's say how much money do I want or need to have to reach my goals to live the way I want to live every month from my retirement income That way you'll have your financial independence number. If y'all did a survey and asked people what is your financial independence number, you ask 10, maybe one will know. No one asked that question, it doesn't seem like to me, from what I've noticed in my over 30 years experience. So financial independence number is how much money you want to have coming in every single month when you decide to stop working and it's coming in and you don't have to work in Walmart. You don't have to work anywhere. You could just do the things that you want to do, travel. And mind you, this is promised. That's why though, when, when, when the three guys had the, the guys, when they had the talents, how the last one that, that made his talents grow, that was very important. Very important, and it's very important today.
0: Thank you for that. That was a great question. Um, Yes. Thank you. Um, Okay, so um, it looks like there are no further questions. I wanna thank you, Teresa, for coming forth with this great topic in digestible pieces made clear and made plain. And very much doable. I'm excited to activate some of the things that you shared today. And I hope everyone that's listening have some great takeaways that they can do on their own. Um, and you've already shared your contact information. So if they have further follow-up, then yes. that certainly is available for them to, um, to contact you with questions or find out what's next for them. Maybe book an appointment okay well, thank you so much you're more thank than you welcome everyone. thank you thank you everyone for being a part of Sisters Helping Sisters in Christ ministry at our financial literacy program today again Sisters Helping Sisters in Christ we are available online at our website as well as the podcast on Podbean real people real talk So without further ado, we shall end our meeting today and we look forward to seeing you on future workshops, etc. Good night.